dancers, the midnight glancers, and the topless dancers, the gander freaks, car packed with speakers, the cheese with the 40s, and the chicks with beepers, the northern lights, and the southern comfort, and it don't even matter with the fame of Paul, it's all good, and it's all in fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your host. And tonight is Spiritual Sunday with the Wicked Wolf. What's up, everybody? How are we doing tonight? We're here. Yeah, we are here. <laughs> Hold on, we got, we got a thing. Oh, is it working? Did that work? Yeah, no, that worked real good. Bet, because my headphones don't go through my box. And it's, you know what, it's a really long story. So welcome to the live, you guys. And a very happy Sunday for those of you on TikTok. We're live on YouTube. Catch the other half of the conversation. Link is in my bio. Love your faces. Here we go. My guy. Hello. Welcome back. I feel like I've been off and I have been. I had the last two nights off and then we took time off last week. I feel like I'm kind yeah. of just off. Yeah. The only, the only day ah. you took off for Christmas was fucking Sunday ship. Oh. I know. Oh. Well, no, oh. I took off New Year's Eve too. This last New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day I was off too. And then Christmas Day. D Ray, D uh, Baxter, smash the like button. You guys smatter too. Michelle, Purple Princess, Scott Myers, Silly Jeannie, Country Mama, Sonia, there's Sonia Brown. Really quick, you guys, give Sonia Brown some love. She just had a brand new, beautiful grandbaby. Oh, yes. Sonia, congratulations. He is adorable and healthy. Sonia is my mechanic. She's my manager. She is the one that that runs everything behind the scenes. So go and show Sonia some love. Congratulations to Sonia. Tiffa, hello. And Hillbilly and Purple Princess and Michelle. You guys, before we go ahead and we we get started with any more, we got a couple words from our sponsors and we have some current events. Words from our sponsors! Hey there, and welcome to the show. Be sure to check us out at Strictly Patriots, an e-commerce site made by Patriots for Patriots. Find all of your favorite creators all in one place and sell your own products without fear of cancellation. And for all of your health and wellness needs, we have teamed up with RogersHood.com and AriesEssentials.com to take care of cleansing your body of unwanted toxins and calming your nervous system with CBD oils, body butter, and gummies. Use Shipwreck 5 for 5% off your first Parify kit with rogershood.com and Shipwreck 20 for 20% off all of your Aries Essentials products. Also, be sure to check out our merch. That's it. That's all I got. Enjoy the show, guys. Thanks for everything. Thanks for being here. And I love your faces. Bye. I cannot tell you how glad I am that I teamed up with Mrs. Rogers Hood. Dude, I I love your little, like, your little sponsor commercial. Like, like, sleeping a yellow hoodie, sexy grandma glasses, telling you what's good. Fucking love it. I'm all, I'm all about, I bought these glasses at Shields, and they're like, they're, they're supposed to, like, do something with the UV lights, the blue light or whatever. Yeah. I got this. So here we are. Here we are with the glasses. We're going to rock this tonight. You guys. Welcome to the live. If you all those links are in my bio, Wicked Wolf's link tree is also in my bio. Make sure you go find him on every single platform that he's on and give him a follow and some love. Also, our telegram is linked in the description of this live as well as the bio here. We're shuffling um everything. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm trying to stay ahead of it the best I can. Like Instagram, I logged out today to do an update, and then and I went and logged back in. They gave me this big your ban. Like, and I wasn't and then and then I kept trying to log in, and then eventually it let me log in. But I don't know. Yeah, what the a couple going times on. I tried to go to your profile, and it was just black. And then I was like, I know. "No!" And then and then I got the the email for the link for tonight, and I was like, oh, "Yay!" Yay! <laughs> so follow us, again. follow us on Telegram. I'm much better in the DMs actually on Telegram too. I've turned all my yeah, notifications on Instagram on off, YouTube. and I am currently trying to just I'm gonna let it rest for a while. I'm posting some dumb shit, like just dumb shit. 
but I'm not going to go nuts with the posting of the facts and things. We're saving all that for Telegram. Telegram's really nice too because I don't have to like post it and then do Lincoln stories or have people try to. I can post the whole link as, well as, as well as my thoughts, and it's all there. So go follow us on Telegram. Um, with that, so I want to talk about this for a few minutes. I told you we have some housekeeping items that I want to take care of. One of those housekeeping items that I want to talk about really fast is the Joe Rogan interview that he did with Dr. Robert Malone. Um, and yeah. I don't know, have you, have you seen this? Um, I, so I only got through, uh, I got through a little more than half of it this morning and I didn't finish it. Um, okay. but I, it, it was one of the, it was one of the many, um, you know, interviews, like it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I don't need to finish this. Cause like, I know what the, the, the doctor, all he was doing was reiterating the same shit that we've been talking about since day fucking one. Um, you know, it's like the, he, you know, he, right. But he's he a just, doctor. <laughs> right. No, here's the, here's the thing is there were the, 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 the right. this we're just, the we're just that, crazy. Well, this is one of the things that frustrates me about Joe Rogan. And I'm a huge, huge Joe Rogan fan. I've been following him mm-hmm. since like, since he had fucking tapestries hanging behind him on fucking ghetto ass mm-hmm. fucking webcams, right back, like back before people even had fucking laptops. And I right. love his content and I love the way he approaches things, but the I I probably spent most of 2020 not watching any of his fucking shows because it got to the point where every single episode for the first 30 fucking minutes was him talking about COVID. And I'm like, with with the kind of money and the kind of resources and the kind of access that you have to intelligent people, like the doctor he had, Dr. Malone, great doctor, very well spoken, highly credentialized, like created the MNRA vaccine, like right. Right. Period. But so, so this is the thing that frustrates me is that I was watching doctors talk about this shit like Dr. Malone the entire fucking time. I was watching the doctors that were holding press conferences in downtown Houston with 15 doctors on a platform speaking to crowds. I watched that one too. You know know what I mean? Like, right? Like, and he was a part of the truth doctors. So I know he was. He was. He, yeah. I, he may have been the guy that founded them. But what he, frustrates me yeah. is that, what, like, why is this interview only just happening now? You know what I mean? Like, like Joe Rogan had to go. He had to go. I mean, and I get it. Like, we all have to go through our process. But like, he had to get sick. He had to heal himself naturally, which is the shit he's into because he's always talking about nootropics and nutrition and supplements, right? He had to go through it himself, and he had to. He had, it, he had to wait. For, for mainstream media to drag him through the fucking mud before he was on this fucking side of the, of the talking points. And that's the shit that pisses me off is because even though he, he always, he's always like, Oh, I'm just some dumb guy. It's like, no, you're not. You're super fucking intelligent. You ask the right questions and you have the ability to ask them to the right people. And it took you a fucking year and a half. We had no two years. We had to get through all of 2020 and all of 2021 with all of this bullshit before he really got on his fucking horse and started fucking talking about shit that he should have been talking about a year and a half ago. Can I interject for a second? Yeah, of course. About this. But look what happened. I'm great. Yeah, absolutely. Grateful and they, for it. and then they, they took him down on they took him down on YouTube too, right? Like they took the whole oh, yeah. interview down on YouTube, from what I understand. They took another I- interview that he did with another doctor down at the same time. They kicked both of those doctors off of Twitter. Like so there was and I think there was some and there may be more ramifications that we don't get to know. Right. As far as like financial um issues that are gonna come with this and this interview with him. And right. this was kind of where I think I think Joe Rogan kind of I mean and 
He kind of stuck his neck on the line. So I kind of understand the hesitancy for one. Two, I can kind of understand the timing in a way. Um, where you're coming from, it does seem a little odd that the timing, you know, like I don't know. But right, right. Wanna, like, like you just said, I'm glad he's do I'm glad it happened. I'm just yep. per and like I just mean me, and I know a lot of people like like you and me, we've yep. been aware of this stuff the whole time. We were called crazy. We've been doing the critical thinking and the critical research for two years now. And like it just yeah, I'm definitely glad it happened. I'm just when I like I got like I said, I got halfway through it and I was like, I don't need to you know waste my time watching the rest of this. Like he's just reiterating the shit that we've been saying since early 2020. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I do want to play the clip from it really quick. I posted it to my talk, my TikTok. Yeah. Play it Actually, away. I want to play it just really quick. Just so they removed you so for there. not going along with whatever the tech narrative is, because tech clearly has uh, a censorship agenda when it comes to COVID in terms of treatment, in terms of the, the wh whether or not you're promoting what they would call vaccine hesitancy. They can ban you for that. They can ban you for, in, in their eyes, what they think is a justifiable offense. And they're doing this. And I don't know who these people are that are doing this, but they're doing these, this. One of the most important things about you reading out your history like that is to one of the most qualified people in the world to talk about vaccines. Well, thank you for that. I, I think that that's so one way that some people put it is, and of course, since this has happened, I've been contacted by multiple lawyers that are looking at filing a suit, just like Alex Berenson has one against Twitter. Um, and, and the point is made just with what you just made. Uh, um, if so, the point that I, I think is kind of succinct on this is um, if my voice, if, it, if there's no merit to my voice being in the conversation, whether I, it's true or not, whether I'm factually correct or not, let's park that just for a minute, whether or not I'm right in everything I say, and I freely admit no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. It's one of my core points is people should think for themselves. And I try really hard to give people the information and help them to think, not to tell them what to think, okay? Um, but the point is, if if I'm not, if, if it's not okay for me to be part of the conversation, even though I'm pointing out scientific facts that may be inconvenient, then who is, who can be allowed? Um, and uh, whether you're in the camp that says, I'm a liar and I didn't invent this technology despite the patents, and there's a whole cohort of that. No one can debate that dispute that I played a major role in the creation of this tech. And virtually all other voices that have that background have conflicts of interest, financial conflicts of interest. I think I'm the only one that doesn't. I'm not getting any money out of this. So here, then my biggest thing on what he said, he's, he's out here and he's telling, he's like, I'm just giving people the information. I'm not telling them what to think. And I think that's probably my favorite line from all the clips that I've seen. Probably my favorite thing that he said besides Big Pharma is a scam. I think that was a couple of times. But that was my favorite thing. He's like, I just want to give people the information and I don't want to tell them what to think. I'm going to let them think on their own. And I think we kind of do this a very similar thing. We just ask a bunch of questions and try to get people to ask the same questions and then come to their own conclusions. But so he is banned. That Dr. Robert Malone is banned. And then as well as, as the other doctor, I can't think of his name. He's also banned on Twitter. They demand Marjorie Taylor Greene today for different reasons. Right. Um, and everybody's kind of like, oh, there's this big shift happening and, and they're big deals. But then I, you know, I got banned. I consider myself a pretty big damn deal. 
And I've been. Oh, you're the biggest deal I know. I'm the biggest. Yeah, I'm the biggest deal I know, too. So, like, the censorship, like, even if you are so far left and you believe in in everything and the government's here to save us, like, you have to see kind of the problem with some of this, even just even just from even a leftist perspective, because this is not they didn't ban him for misinformation. He's not misinformed. The the information he's putting out is coming straight from um, CDC because that's information that he straight gave to them. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. There's, there's, that's the funny thing that's about, what's fucked like, up about it. Like, it's it's like the the all the video clips that surfaced over the past like two three days. As soon as the CDC changed their guidelines on quarantine, all of a sudden everybody who was telling us for a year and a half that you have to wear a fucking mask they had the exact same fucking characters that stupid asian scientist who's from the who's from the communist chinese party um every fucking puppet on every mainstream news media outlet oh masks are just face decorations no shit sherlock right and yet right before this you know it's like i went to the grocery store and i'm still walking around like my town the city that i live in decided to reimpose a mask mandate right but it's not even a real mandate it's a it's a directive from the health department that you should be wearing a mask right and they put it and it's all about the verbiage not a single fucking i go into the grocery store i go into walmart i go into every fucking store i want and nobody says a goddamn thing to me about not wearing a mask right but everybody else is still wearing a mask it's terrifying these people are brainwashed. We are stuck in a horrible 1984 matrix loop. And it's the, 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 the narrative is falling apart. And now the only way for them to get in front of the narrative that's falling apart is for them to say the shit that people like you and I were called crazy for, for a year. But now all those fucking idiot muggles who are wearing the mask are like, Oh, maybe, maybe a mask isn't going to do a good thing. Hey, for hey, me. hey, 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 stop. First mm-hmm. off, stop. Mm-hmm. We're well. We are welcoming people back with open arms. We are not making fun of love them. You all. No, I love you people. all. Love you all. Because we need this is and this is. I've been on kind of a rant. I know. I know. It's not. I we're not. You we're not on different sides. I'm just. No. I just get annoyed at people who don't have critical thinking skills. That's all. I understand, and I understand that. But this is going to be the jumping. At you. I mean, we didn't always have. I don't, I'd like to think that I've never really fully been asleep, but I also never really paid a lot of attention. Because I was, I and I still probably am a little. I'm selfish. I'm a little self-centered. I only really cared about what was going on in my life, and if it didn't affect my life, then I didn't really fucking care. Right. But the reality of it is, is, and I think a lot of people are like that. But people, they are starting to wake up. The narrative, and even on mainstream media, the narrative is starting to change. People don't want to talk about it anymore. They're just like, listen. Like I saw this video. There, that I can't think of his name. We played it the other night. It didn't work, but that's fine. But we played it the other. Night. He's like, I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sick of this, and I'm sick of that. Oh, the, the narrative is changing. Yeah. But it's but it is a it is a tactic. This is a play. This is a play to try and wing back some of the the viewers that they lost. And we talked about Joe Rogan just a few minutes ago, right? <laughs> Joe Rogan, the man, the man that used to like eat tarantulas and get people to like do things that scared them. Shit mess. Right? I love your face. Okay. I love your face so much, shit mess. You are my I love you. Love you. The guy that used you. to do all the stuff, right? And 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 smokes a ton of weed and just a big pothead. Smart dude. Very smart. He has a bigger base and a bigger following than CNN and MSNBC combined, combined. together. Now, yeah. what he's is got, he's got, he actually has double of their viewers like, combined? He is like his own freaking mainstream media network, right? This is what I'm saying, and they are pissed yeah. off. But this is, but this is, this is the narrative. So now they're like, well, yeah, Joe Rogan, right? 
some of Twitter obviously is not because you know what Joe Rogan and these interviews are everywhere. They're everywhere. Every Twitter account is tweeting them about not just the Twitter accounts that I tweet about, but like right. the, 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 the left Twitter accounts, because they're like, Oh, this is so dumb. You know, you do the thing. That's fine. But it is trending. You cannot tell me it's not trending, but do you know what Twitter has trending? Some kind of weird Trump deranged syndrome psychosis. Like they are still hung up on Trump. This, the dude that wrote the scary books, what's his name? Help me with his name. R.L. Stein? No, oh, the grown-up. Stephen King, King says She said, this. no, the grown-up. I would not really call Stephen King a grown-up. Well, for fuck's sake, this guy <laughs> sent out this tweet yesterday, and he's like, man, I am so glad I woke up in 2022 and Donald Trump is not president anymore. And I was just blown the fuck away. I am looking around at our, our, our country and the state of our people, and these people all lined up to get tests for an invisible fucking illness because they're not sick right they're all like they're sick up here like they're scared and this guy's gonna tweet out about donald j trump donald trump who ain't been in office for a year how out of touch can you possibly be with everything that's going on i voted for the man i supported the man i still support him he comes back i'm gonna vote for him again unless he starts talking about mandates okay but i i haven't talked about him really since like there's there's this is it biden's president sort of i guess maybe but he sucks. Like you can't sit out there and you tell me, oh my, oh my god, out of oh my god, I was so mad. I well, said a tweet. I'm like, you piece of shit. I have all your books now. That's I mean, that's that's the big that's the big oh, that for me, that's the big fear thing, right? Is that 2020 I like didn't scare me about a pandemic. 2020 scared me because it showed me how many people in my life I love and respect who I consider to be intelligent people that I care about are programmed and will do what, like there's a, there's a, there's a video going around TikTok about um, the woman talks about how like the CDC, like, like they clearly state like in an email that like we put these mandates in to see what people would tolerate. You know what I mean? Like that's yep. that's they another one. See of the how far they push it. It had nothing to do with public health or public safety. Because if it, if it was about public health, they would be banning cars because more people die in fucking car accidents than any of these fucking diseases. They'd be smoking? giving out free Can we insulin. talk about smoking? Yeah, they'd be giving out oh free my, insulin yeah. to diabetics instead of. But no, let's give it. Let's give a, a three hundred pound overweight diabetic the COVID shot and see if he fucking lives. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. Like, this is the double standard. I can't get get some of these people to see the bigger picture outside of this. And I'm just like, and I can't believe that he's that dumb. Like, is he he getting paid? Like, what is the deal? What what is the deal? But that was my biggest thing in 2020. Because I always thought, I guess, like, growing up, you were always taught that they'd be proud of your country. You said the Pledge of Allegiance. We're Gen X. This is what we did. So growing up, I was always taught that, you know what? If it ever got like this, like, it wouldn't matter. All of a sudden, like, everybody go back to 1776. Yeah, powder our rifles and we'd go march and we'd blow up the tea party and the Germans, right? This is, I always thought it would be like we would put and the Germans, like people would just like they'd get it, like they just, and I thought everybody was as, and I'm not gonna say smart, I'm not, I'm not smart when it comes to, you know, but I am, I thought everybody just, you're, you're it's did. not about being smart, it's about being aware. But they don't. They don't. I couldn't believe that some of these people that I loved in my life, they're walking around with these masks on a fairway. And I'm like, what are you doing? You smoke two packs a day. You're going to die from lung cancer long before COVID ever gets you. Like, what are you doing? Take it off. And they're like, well, it's the least I can do. No, the least you can do is take it off. Yeah. Because it's not doing anything. (laughs) And so the narrative is starting. 
But we, we can't pay attention to the narrative. This is what I'm saying. Do not start go falling back because this is a play. Like, they want their viewers back. This means that we're winning. Okay, oh, this is we are winning. Absolutely. Don't go back and to we, watching we've that We've talked shit. about this for a long time now. Like, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, I think we're going to get through 2022, and media is going to be mainly comprised of people like us. It's going to be mainly comprised of podcasts and fucking free thinkers. And, I mean, look at what happened with Alex Jones, right? People called him crazy for 20 fucking years. And I've been watching that. And, and like, I've been, my dad turned me on to Alex Jones when I was, when I was young. And, Alex, and now he's like going to court. Like they're trying well, to take him out. Well, here's the funny thing is they wiped him off of social media. He was, mm -hmm. there was a group of people that were all taken down all at the same time. And I remember when it happened because everybody was like the, the few people on like on the Joe Rogan side, right. They were all like, listen, they're like, you might not like what Alex has to say, but the minute that you approve with him being deplatformed, that's the you end of our of society. That's when that's you exactly are it. now supporting tyranny. And like, I wrote papers on censorship. We read 1984. We read Fahrenheit 451. Oh right? yeah. Oh, I hated every second of it. Five. I don't care what you say. Right. And, and I remember thinking, you know, even as young as middle school, learning about censorship and reading these books and talking about these concepts. And it used to blow my mind because same thing, like we grew up in a world where we were taught to be proud of our country. We were taught to be proud of the things that we accomplished as a nation and as individuals, right? Like our country was great because our mm -hmm. people were great. And now it's like, our people are weak. But our were they great or were they just like... No, no, I'm sorry. The boomer what generation. Happened? I don't the believe that we've been like no, this. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the traditional cycle of <gasps> society, right? Hard times create strong men. Strong men yes. create good times. Create good times yes. create weak men. Weak men create hard times. We're in that right. area of that cycle where we have nothing but weak fucking men. You know what I mean? And this ties into the thing that we were talking about a couple a couple weeks ago. Oh, the with the toxic masculinity, masculinity and the toxic right? femininity. Right. Yep. It's like, and it doesn't, and, and the, the reality of it is that, you know, the conversation you and I had, it almost doesn't matter which one happened first because they both feed into each other. You know, it's like mm -hmm. people want to- And they were both caused by the government. Well, exactly. And it's, and it's been a comprised, like, planned system since they started- you know, removing fathers from black families in the hood in the sixties, mm -hmm. you know, the welfare system, the, 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 uh, minimum wage system, all of these concepts were all implemented by the same people and the same families that created the federal reserve that destroyed our national currency. It's the same people that fucking, you know, that, that killed uh, Kennedy because he wanted to get off that shit. You know, it's like people, it, it ties into all the birth certificate shit and the financial system. And like, at the end of the day, we should have been rioting back in the fucking early 1900s when they implemented the income tax. Because last time I checked, right. that's the whole reason we broke away from the crown. I, <laughs> this turned into quite the housekeeping item. This was just not in my own. No, I'm sorry. Here. No, let's go. Let's do it. We are going to get into the, the help me. Not the Kenosha records. That's another Not thing. Not the Kenosha I'm records. But, oh, so, I can't. I, so Ship wants to talk about something that she can't pronounce again. That's right. It's like Mercury retro, Renegade. Are we, do we need to put you in timeout? We'll put you in timeout for just a minute for disrespecting Ship on her show. We're back. It's the wow. Akashic records. The Akashic records. We're going to talk about And I love timeout. I do have a video. So clear. You're going to put you in timeout. 
So, but I want to stay on this for just a little bit because I do, I do want to talk about this has been a hot button all week and it's been a hot fucking button for me because my shit is all this all like taken down. Like, and I'm just sick of it. Like I'm sick of, I'm, I'm tired. Like we've been here, like even on TikTok, right? We've had some accounts on TikTok, some big accounts on TikTok that are more left-leaning. And we, when they got banned, we got just as mad because it's not okay. It doesn't, regardless what side you're on, it's not yeah. okay. I don't care if you disagree with me. I still believe in your right to believe and say whatever the fuck you believe and say. Period. Correct. You can, yes, you can that is hate the point. me. You can hate my ideology. You can hate my faith. You can hate my belief system. But that's your right as an individual, as a born being of God. You have a right to think and believe whatever you want. That's why it's enshrined in the Constitution. This is what I'm saying. So some of our kids don't even know that there's a Washington state in the United States and they are in college. Um, yeah. Somebody else said something. They had to. They, show they topic. Yeah, it's a show topic. We're getting to the show topic. Remember I the, listened to that word like six times today just to, and I knew I wouldn't be able to remember it. It's okay. But it, we'll get you there. Uh, grain, meat, free meal, meat. Oh, this is just talking about their dogs. Okay. So, but it, it's not, it's not okay. And, and and as soon as you think it's okay for one side, but this is where I get with both sides at the same time. Cause I, I got some people, listen, I got some people out there that are, that are right. Right. And they're, they're screaming about Democrats doing this, this, and this, but they, they refuse to hold their own accountable when Matt Gates is out here sexually harassing people too. Right. And then they're like, oh, he didn't. I'm like, what is that? You know, yeah, we need to exactly, look everything exactly. with the same discussion. And somebody brought up Donald Trump making his big speech and they're hoping for booms. Here's what I am hoping for out of that speech. I hope to fucking God that he has something to say about the people that are still sitting in incarceration in Washington state. Like, I hope he's got something to say to those people or about those people who are sitting in jail for misdemeanor crimes because they went to a rally that he essentially was in control. of. Right. right. I, I get it. Like, I get it. You did what you did and you have to be. But these are misdemeanor, and nobody is coming to these people's defenses. Nobody, there's some grassroots right. group that's right. trying to there help were, them. There were millions of dollars he had better fucking say something about that. Bail out the rioters, but these, well, and not only that, like, let's talk that's about That's what I'm saying. Let's talk about wow. the fact that, like, so I live in Massachusetts. We, uh, like, publicly uh, or um, recreationally uh, approved marijuana in 2015. You know how many people are still sitting in our fucking jails? that are in there for marijuana related charges. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the, the thing is that all of this stuff is linked. The pharmaceutical industry, the broken fucking, um, the broken um, correctional facilities, it's all interwoven and it's all a part of this control mechanism that has yeah. been in place and has been planned for probably hundreds of years at this point. So speaking of that, like now we're back on this. So I, I got my my care kit from Mrs. Rogers Hood. So she signed on as an affiliate, right? Because we all got worms. If you've got worms, you need to go to MrsRogersHood.com. Oh yeah, I, I bought the kit the other day. Yeah, you did. Oh yeah, you dude, me, dude, shit mess bought it last night. We're doing she it. Sent, she sent me a care package full of of mushies. Nice. We got it. We, we need to. We need to have like a. We need to I've have like a special group for our fucking deworming. Well, she's doing a whole, so, so this is something I'm going to talk about as it gets a little bit closer. But so if you, if any of you guys bought, and I know a lot of you did actually, <laughs> I got a ton out there, but for you guys who bought the deworming kits from Mrs. Rogers Hood, we are going to be starting a, and I think she wants to start in February where we're going to all do this together. Okay. So we got support system. We'll, we'll kick off a telegram group and, and we're all going to do it together. I so don't, know. once you get your kit, just wait. If you haven't heard anything, Jen Snow is in here too. Jen Snow. We love Jen um, Snow. So if you got worms and you ordered a kit, we're going to do it together because apparently it can be 
uh, emotional kind of, and traumatizing um, because if I look at my boy like, and there's living creatures in my poop, I'm going to pass I don't, out. I don't wear that. Uh, hey, I know you. You're a real twit. Yeah. We got so many like lovers and in, in, in TikTok. This is why I love TikTok. I love you. Thanks for being I only have six okay. followers on TikTok because nobody loves me. You have six followers? Please I mean, talk. I have six uh, I have six people in my life. Oh, and tick well, I have two my mods. It'll blow up and then they'll come over here and then this number will blow. I wish I kind of because I really don't care, but so where do we order from? Christina, the links are in my bio. It's just rogershood.com. You shipwreck five to get five percent off. And then to help kind of ease it out, you can go to Aries Essential, use Shipwreck 20 and get 20% off some CBD oil so we can all not go completely fucking crazy. So I love Aries Essential. The only reason I agreed to pick them up was because every a bunch of people um, that come to the lives, they use them regularly and they they love them. And so we picked them up and I they sent me some, man, I slept good. Um, What am I doing? I finished the first 30 days last night. Kidney pain is gone. Yeah, I've got so I got I've got to start these tomorrow. Sonia already started hers. I got her some mushy set too. But oh, are, I'm you start doing, them are you doing the micro? They're micro dosing. So I take two a day and then I take one of the blue ones a day. And then she says it goes okay. So we're gonna give it a shot. I hope so, because I'm I'm still in my so let's this is a good segue. So we talked about the censorship. We could talk about it more a little bit later, but I do want to talk about uh what we originally came on to talk about tonight was was the Akashic Records. Akashic Records. And I want to kind of tell the story of how we got here. So y'all know, like, I'm, I'm not big into books. And so the, over the course of this weekend, uh, we ended up going away for the weekend and celebrating New Year's Eve uh, a couple days early. And we ended up going to Barnes & Noble. And Barnes & Noble uh, has, like, board games. We're going to go get a board game for New Year's Eve for the kids. And I'm walking through, and I'm, I'm getting, like, looking at the board games, looking at the kids' shit. And I bumped this book. And the book literally fell out. Like, I don't even know that I bumped it. But I turned around and it's on the floor. And the book is pink and it's called something about connecting with your, your higher self. And it's actually in the living room. I don't have it in here, but it's something about connecting with your higher self. And I am imagining it's a lot like Dolores Cannon's book. Um, and that's kind of how it's starting. Which I just bought, by the way, I'm real excited. I have it. I, I have not read it yet. Like, but I got into this book and I'm like something that was like, man, you should really buy this book. I was like, all right, buy the books, 12 bucks. I'll buy the book. I, you know, whatever I, you know, I hate books. I'm gonna buy this book. Uh, well, this is but this is what I'm talking about. So I get home, I get the book, and I start reading the book. And the book starts in the chapter two or section two. It talks about how to connect with your higher self. And a lot of this I already kind of know how to do. We integrated Jackie. I integrated my higher self. Now I'm just trying to learn how to utilize her in the best way possible while still not getting in my emotions. So I bought the book. I started reading the book. We're in section two. Section two starts talking about the shiitake. Say it again. The shiitake mushrooms? No. no, the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records. And I'm like, and it talks about it being like a library. And then at the end of every section, there's a meditation that you can go through to kind of get yourself into that space if you want to go and see what the Akashic Records is about. And I'm reading through the meditation and I'm like, dang. Like, so two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, my meditation started to change. So normally when I meditate, my space is a bridge. I go out on the bridge. I come from wherever I come from and I go out on the bridge and then there's the bridge and there's the earth and there's this other place. And I'm on the bridge. The bridge is purple. It's glass. It's beautiful. There's space. It's amazing. That's my spot. Like I sit in my spot. I wait for whatever I need to wait for. I clear my mind out. I, I get into my zone and I'm good. That's my spot. Two or three weeks ago, it started to change. Like I, I started to like take, cause people, they struggle with meditation, right? So a lot of people are like, well, I can't clear my mind. And I used to have the same problem. And so what I would do when I get like, cause I still do sometimes 
I would imagine all everything that I'm thinking about um, on the floor on, on a book. So like if I'm, I'm having like, let's say I'm thinking about the kids and something going with them. There's a book on the floor with a picture of my kids and that's on the floor. And I pick the book up and I put it on the shelf, like in, in like a bookshelf. And then I pick up all, so I'm picking up all my thoughts and I'm putting them on the bookshelf and I'm putting them away. And that's how I kind of clear the space and, and then allow myself to go to meditation. And when I started doing that, then I would start, I like, instead of going onto the bridge, I walked into this library and on the library, there is books. I like, you guys remember like Beauty and the Beast? Okay. Bell, the library, the books, right? Kind of same thing. Big balcony right here. And on the balcony would be whatever it is I needed for that day. Sometimes it was guides. Sometimes it was messages. Sometimes it was nothing. And it was was just a balcony. And then I picked up the book and I was starting to read the book yesterday or two days ago. And it talked about this library. And I was like, and then in the meditation, it talks about, well, you can imagine what the library looks like. And then you have the book. And I'm like, so like I've been going into this, this shiitake mushroom library this whole time. And I didn't know anything about it. I knew I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is where I met. And so I got really, really interested in that because I don't read a lot of books. I don't learn a lot about this stuff. Because I feel like I go through it and then I learn about it. When Jen and I, we talked about my ghost. I had ghosts in our live the other night, like when we were in the hotel downtown. It was post-live. It was after-live during the post-game chat. We were talking, I'm going to go to Minnesota next month to go see Tribesby. And their shit was like, we're talking about it. And there's like shit moving. And she could see it. And so we had this whole thing about the ghost and, and whatever. But... <coughs> It kind of got into that with meditation too. And the book kind of talks a little bit about that. And it's just a really interesting book, but I wanted to talk about the library. I don't know where I was going with that. I want to talk about the library. And I found this really cool video from Gaia and Gaia kind of explains what the library is and in layman's terms, it kind of explains. And then what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk to you about what you think about it. And then if you guys want to talk about current events, we can tie it all back in because it's all connected and we'll fucking go. Bet. I know this is what I'm saying. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I got to pull it. Oh, I got to do it again though. I had it all ready to go, and then I pulled up my stupid TikTok. Uh, knowledge lies within. And then the link to the Gaia is in the description of the bio if you want to go watch the video after that. Gaia! I love Gaia. The eighth dimension is the one that connects the whole thinking of the universe in different levels of consciousness not only mind as in the first dimension but also emotional and physical that's why we call the eighth dimension the akashic records and also we call the eighth dimension the matrix in which we are all in a collection of all human events thoughts words emotions and intent to have ever occurred in the past present or future The concept of the Akashic Records finds its origins in ancient Sanskrit texts. But what knowledge lies within these treasured records? And how does one uncover their eternal truths? The Hindu word Akasha meaning upper sky, was introduced into Western culture by Theosophical Society co-founder Helena Blavatsky during the mid-1800s. Theosophists described the Akasha as the primordial substance that includes all vital forces. 
Though never specifically referring to the Akashic Records directly, Blavatsky did make reference to indestructible tablets of the astral light, utilized for recording both the past and future of one's thoughts and actions. This repository of cosmic information, referred to as the Akashic Records, was widely disseminated by early theosophists like author Alfred Percy Sinnott. In his 1883 book, Esoteric Buddhism, Sinnott suggests one could view their own Akashic records upon attaining higher stages of individual enlightenment. The Akashic records is a, an etheric uh, language. It's an it's actual place as well as a modern-day modality of healing and intuitive work. Uh, it has the imprint, the energetic imprint, of all of your past lifetimes. And you have a personal book of life that's stored in the etheric field of the planet, in the Akashic Records. And you can access this during your lifetime, and it will give you a deeper knowing of who you are and why you're here. Many religions reference a posthumous life review upon entering the afterlife, where a book of life, or similar notion, is used to judge and weigh the merits of one's existence. Yet, is the idea of an Akashic library a literal, physical place or a metaphorical myth used to explain a complex idea? It's been referred to as the Hall of Records, the Library of Light, the Mind of God, um, God's Remembrance. There's many ways that they are referred to. And they hold what we would call our past, present, and potential future. And it's because we are here in linear time in the third dimension, and we've agreed to this time-space continuum that says, well, there is a past, there is a present, and there's the future. But where these records reside, we could say, is really in the eternal now, in the present moment. And so there is no past, there is no future, there is only now. When I explain about the eighth dimension and the Kashi records, I used to explain it like if it were a library or kind of a Wikipedia where you can go and look for any information you want. But for the eighth dimension, when you realize that every dimension is just a perspective of reality, you will realize that the eighth dimension is not the place where you have to go to look for that information, but you have to become in order to see and feel that information would seem that accessing the Akashic Records is a more metaphysical process than merely reading words on a physical page. So how is human consciousness connected to the Akashic realm? If we think that we are a leaf or a flower in a tree, and because we are a leaf or a flower, we are trapped in the tree, is because we didn't understand that the flower and the leaf are the product of the tree. They are not something separate. They are trying to feed the tree. With every experience, with every breath, you are feeding the network. The Akashic Records is like this library where every book that haven't been written yet and every book that was written shares the information all the time. Though the insight one might gain from viewing their own Akashic records is a tempting prospect. Matthias de Stefano warns against this practice 
before one is spiritually prepared. So this is the difference between the people that is trying to get into the Akashic Records to look for information and the people that is willing to transform itself. So if you take the information from other universe instead of creating your own universe, so you will be eating the fruit of that tree of life and your own reality will disappear and will be destroyed by the information that is not your vibration. That's why in the story, when Eve eats the apple, the whole story for them is destroyed because she was not building their own information. The only way you can download that information is not going there and look for it, but to be yourself, transform into the vibration of that information so you can download it. That's the good way of doing it. Don't go and look for the information. Just put yourself in the level of that information so it could be downloaded to you. Accessing the records is not as simple as walking into a local library. Those familiar with the Akashic realm suggest one must first attain a deeper understanding for the spiritual and metaphysical process. However, spiritually minded individuals suggest that with the knowledge of the Akashic records and their chronicling of our past, present, and future comes a great tool for enriching one's life. There's literally no inaccuracy with the book because the book is not going to be telling a fictional story for you. The, the book is literally going to be your truest self. So if you connect into your records, if you connect into your book of life, it's like looking in the mirror. The mirror doesn't lie. And the interesting thing about this mirror is it's a mirror for the soul. And when you look into it, you're actually able to write. You're actually able to create, to heal, to clear yourself, to create a great life. The story of our lives is both individual and the coalescence of all living things within our reality. Accessing the Akashic Records and viewing our own past, present, and future may be the most profound guidance to understanding the true nature of our reality. Oh, your sound's gone. You're off. I can't hear you. Yeah. I'm here now. There we are. Yay! But that's that, and the whole thing kind of blew me away because, like I said, this my meditations had changed to this long before, like way before I I found out what this even was. And then when I've been reading the the book, like I'm balls deep in this book, and I hate books, like I. But this this book is like it sings to me, like it's just like this is you know, and this and this, man, dang. So I'm in the meditations. I'm in the meditation. I'm in the library. Now I've never actually pulled anything, like or or, or asked for any kind of like records or anything like that. This has always been, we're just in the library. This is where I go. This is my space right now. And then it's whatever's going to happen. is going to happen. And so as I'm reading through it, the Akashi yes, diary or the, the what? Sorry. There's this, a, a bunch of us in, in, in my circle are, uh, we're moderately obsessed with that Netflix TV show lock and key. And okay. it's about all these magical keys that are made by this family and there's this one key, it's called the head key. And you stick it in the back of your neck and your body goes limp 
and it creates this astral body and you can, and it creates a door and you go through the door. And when you go into that door, it's all of your memories and all of your experiences from your life, like perfectly organized for you. It's real fucking. Yeah. Simple. So Aaron says, is this similar to what we discussed about genetic memory? Um, okay. So, so similar, right? So Aaron and I were talking earlier today about genetic memory and about how all of your parents' experiences are like when we, when we have an experience, when we have a thought, when we have an emotion, when we have a trauma, when we have a joy, right? That information gets permanently embedded in our cells becomes a mm -hmm. part of our, of our DNA, right. Right? right? And when we have children, our children get all of that information. So that's where the idea of ancestral wisdom comes in or, or, or the idea of being able to talk to your ancestors or get information that they had because technically it's all in your blood. The idea of the Akashic Records is the same kind of concept, but instead of it being a specific line of genetic memory that's been passed down through sireship it's the genetic memory of the soul right of the entire universe of the the mind of god the mind of the creator so stacy says you tapped in the library without even trying and this is kind of where i am like and, I, and i'm not i'm not going to say that freaks me out because it didn't because it didn't until i understood that like i well, really it didn't until i watched this video actually and i was like <sighs> Well, because yeah. they're like, you really, need, you really need to be like, like Buddha. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just some bitch that runs a podcast. Like, but I am standing in my library, but I, I didn't ask, like, I didn't go in there knowing that this is what it's why I didn't ask for any records of my past or my soul or anything like that. I just, that all of a sudden that became my spot. And this is where I go. And then, like, like I said, my guys are on this balcony and then they, I get, I, you know, whatever I need to get. It's usually, usually it's a message or usually it's direction because usually when i meditate i've got some kind of intention behind it and a lot of times that intention is is listen they took me down on instagram and i'm pissed off and i'm angry and i don't like what am i like how am i supposed to keep doing that? how am i supposed to keep going if i keep getting you know slammed i'm not getting anywhere here like what am i supposed to do and this these are the messages that i go in and i get and then i calm down and i'm good and i see things differently and then we can just keep going we just keep going um uh, i love lock and key i've not seen i don't like netflix i don't like i don't like movies i'm watching um life below zero right now have you ever seen that no but it sounds awful because they live in and are they live in alaska and it's about their lives and it's actually it's a really good show i like it oh, i'm sure it's a really good show i just have no interest in that lifestyle that's all I want to go live by myself for a year and just. So do I, but not in fucking Alaska. <laughs> Why not? It's beautiful. They got snow. We got no snow. None. We got none. Listen, listen. First of all, you know damn well none. you get fucking snow. And I know you do. We didn't. Like, I'd be, okay, so I'm in Massachusetts and I already have a hard enough time getting through winter in the Northeast. I would not, like, I would be one of those people. They, they actually, I learned about this in uh, Native American anthropology in the the tribes that used to live up there they would get they i mean they get they would go crazy like they would it would be so because it's dark for six fucking months no thank you like they would yeah go nuts but they and, like no they, they would go nuts and skin themselves crazy. alive and murder no, their entire no, fucking family well, maybe that's what happened to them but not these people these people are they got it figured out so really quick casey dia in 2006 says on tiktok he says that the term old soul comes from the records as well Thoughts? Um, 
That might make sense, actually. Well, actually, I mean, people I suppose who if it are has all your souls are yeah. people who have who. So, like the the idea of new souls versus old souls, right? So, if all of our souls are energy, mm-hmm. and somewhere up the line they all came from the same source, mm-hmm. right? And that source is a big ball of energy. Call it God. Call it whatever you want, right? Mm-hmm. There's gonna be bits and pieces. If, if you think of it like a ball of light. There might be some pieces of that light that have never traveled down and incarnated into matter, right? And then there's souls like us who have probably been here longer than we fucking signed on for. Um, and the God, I know the old souls are people who yeah. have. And hold on, this is actually gonna because you know art imitates life, life imitates art. I Let's literally just watched a preview, a new uh, Mark Wahlberg movie called The Infinite, and he he's this guy who like was diagnosed as a schizophrenic when he was like 14 or something in his whole life. He's just been in and out of trouble because he's a crazy schizophrenic. And it turns out he's not schizophrenic. He just has been, has been getting flashes of his past lives because he's this immortal soul that keeps reincarnating to try. and. I thought about that. Like, and I thought about like people with like any mental illness. I'm I'm reading through this. I'm reading through this book. Right. And it's starting to talk about, God, I wish I had the stupid book. It's the living room. But it, it talks about people, how uh, people are feeling anxious and, and they only feel anxious because they're going through this. And it talks about the void. Like the, there's like two chapters on the void. Like you, everybody has a void. Like if, and when you make the decision to, to start your growth, to start your journey, to start spiritually leveling up, whatever, whatever it is, it's hard. Like you go through stuff and then there's a void. Like there's, everybody has this void and the void is the black hole. It's like the whole, the way I looked at it, the well, way that I the, saw it is. The void isn't it's like something the, that everybody has. The void is there. The void and is there, all, but everybody, all everybody have access has. to it. Yeah. Correct. But it's like a black hole. It's like your hole of comfortability, right? It's where your dreams go to die because it's the hole that you, that holds all of your comfortable stuff. Like if you, if you are, are, are ball busting and you push people away because you don't need anybody and you're independent and you're comfortable there. Well, you got to let that go when you start this journey because you need to accept people for who they are and you need to accept love and all this donkey horse shit, right? And so all of the crap that you used to know goes in the void, right? And then occasionally, occasionally something happens like Instagram comes in and takes you down and it puts you back in your feelings. And so you go back into the void and then it's just a matter of coming. Like every, you got this void. This talks a lot about the void, but it talks a lot about mental health and how people, they feel anxious because they're in the void. So it's like got this whole spin on mental health and depression and, and how actually it, it's, it's, it's like you shifting, like leveling, like you're moving, like you're moving, but it's hard because you've got to let all of this old shit that you used to know die. And that's hard because you've, it's all you've ever known and, and it causes depression and causes anxiety. And so you think about people with constant depression and constant anxiety, like they're constantly shifting. Like what a shit, like, yeah. well, so, like if so they understood I, that, then maybe like they could like. Well, so here's the problem with, with anxiety it. and depression, right? Is mm-hmm. because culture has reached a point where they've equated the two things, right? Oh, mm-hmm. I have anxiety. Oh, I have depression. Oh, I, I, I'm diagnosed with this, this, and this. It's like, no, first of all, anxiety and depression are not a tangible thing. Anxiety and depression is a state of mind. Anxiety is the result of 
focusing on the future and contemplating and worrying about things that you can't possibly control or predict because the future is infinite number of possibilities. And then depression is when you're focused on the past, putting all your attention and energy into things that you can't change. Right. And right. the void is the place where all of the things that are making you think about the future and worry and all of the things that are making you focus on the past and be depressed, the void that the void is the place that takes those things. Right. Right. Like, like we used to, we, we, uh, you, you might come across the term, the call of the void. Right. And it's, it talks about how, and I used to experience this all the time. I'd be, I, I used to manage a restaurant that was exactly 30 minutes away. So my mm -hmm. ride into work and my ride out of work were always just like me chilling and decompressing. Mm -hmm. On the way home, it'd be two o'clock in the morning. There'd be nobody on the road. And there'd be some times when I'd be driving home and I would just like, I would feel this pull and I'd be like, oh, I just want to drive off that cliff right there. Not because I was suicidal, not oh because I was depressed, but because, but because I no longer wanted to be incarnate and I wanted to be nothing. Right. That's, so that's the call of the void. The, so if, if oh. enlightenment and growth and spirituality is ascending towards a higher light, everything has, we live in a dualistic universe. Everything has two sides. The void right. is the exact opposite of that. It's not bad, but it's, it's, it's nothingness. Right. And there's okay. nothingness. Go ahead. Let me, okay. So coyote. I know. Where's there we go. So like, we've talked about this. So I've, I've had in-depth conversations about this. So here's the thing. So after I had each one of my kids, each each and every single fucking one, for about a year, I would have these invasive thoughts, and they scared the ever-loving shit out of me. I would be driving in my car, and there would be a semi coming, and I'd be like, whatever, just, just. Right, right. Not because I'm angry and depressed, and I'm but like, because I'm curious. Whoa, like, whoa, what are you doing? You get to, yeah. Or like if I'm holding my baby, and I'm like, what if I just, whoa, like, yeah. whoa, like I went to my doctor, I'm like, from? Jesus Am that's I gonna hurt my child? And that's that's not what they called it. They called it anxiety and depression and postpartum. Yeah, they call depression. it postpartum depression. Yeah, which listen, but then <laughs> so they put. I never went on anything for it either. Like I, I didn't do. I should have, but I didn't. But I talked to a lot of people, and this is perfectly normal. I felt like this was so unnormal. Like I felt like I was crazy. Like I was schizophrenic. Like I was bipolar. And even like the therapist I was seeing to kind of work through some of my childhood trauma. She's like, it may be bipolar. And I'm like, you've been a bipolar? Like, how am I bipolar? How does that even happen? Like, I thought like I would know that by now. But it wasn't. It wasn't bipolar. It wasn't any of this shit. These were invasive thoughts. And if you talk about the void, like, this is exactly what it is. And this, it's perfectly normal. You need to pay attention to it. And as long as you don't actually act on it, it is perfectly. And I need to put this out there loud and proud for everybody to hear. If anybody is having invasive thoughts and is just freaking out and thinking you're not crazy, it's normal. It's normal. It's normal at any point in your life, whether you've just had a baby. Mine happened to be just during postpartum. And I, but I, I still have, like when I was stressed out in Arizona, I still mm -hmm. had these. Well, so, like, here's, here's I'm going around this road. I'm like, what if I just drove off the road? Here's something else that, that I want everyone to think about. Right. So, because we all struggle with, I mean, for lack of, of articulating it, we all struggle with fucked up thoughts. Right. Mm -hmm. And that too is also very normal. And I'm a firm believer, just like uh, Aaron and I were talking earlier about dreams, right? And like mm -hmm. some dreams are just your mind processing your day. Some dreams are past or present or other lives. Some dreams are you accessing parallel realities. And I think a lot of times when we have that 
intense, uh, you know, like every once in a while, like I have, like, I have weird thoughts that don't make mm -hmm. sense to me sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what, you know, uh, I'll be walking with my dogs. Right. And like, and I'll, and I'll, I'll be uh, ready to cross the street and I'll have this, I'll have this thought. Like, Wait a minute. Is that your dog? Yeah. It's Aries. Okay. Gets, God. Gets, thank yeah, God. Look at, he's literally looking around he gets, like, what he is sits that far noise? away from me and then he cries that I'm not petting him but he okay, like good. he's got these gadget arms and I don't um but like like I had this I had this one particular moment that sticks out in my mind where I was walking my dogs and we were about to cross a street that was a one-way street and you couldn't really see down it right and people always fly up it and I had this full-on vision of somebody whipping up and hitting and killing my dog and me pulling the dude out of the car and beating him to death in the street. And it was a, it was a two and a half second moment. And, but there were no cars. There was nobody coming from any other direction. Like it was just this completely random fucking thought. Right. And, and a lot of times people have these thoughts and they include self harm. A lot of times they include harming other people. And it's, it's not that you're having an evil thought. It's that you're picking up on these. When we talk about Akashic records, you have to understand that every like the, the idea of the Akashic Records is that every single possible outcome for every single possible choice in every single possible life is recorded in these energy tablets. So like there there's a there's a version of this reality that is 100 percent the same, except in that reality, I didn't put two middle fingers up right there. And that's the right. only difference. Right. And for every possible you know outcome there is a possible variation. And sometimes we pick up on those vibes and we pick up on those thoughts that those other versions of ourselves experience. Right. So, and that's, well, this book talks a lot about that too. And it talks about the different dimensions and the different us's that are doing different things in different planes. And it talks Quantum about how you can like- is another great theory that connects to all that. Like, you, oh like if gosh. you want to be a famous photographer, all you got to do is get into the right mindset and open up yourself to communicate with the version of yourself oh that God. became a fucking photographer. There's like three chapters about that. It talks about manifesting. Up, my oh my God. It talks about manifesting. And it's only getting easier now that we don't have a veil. And, well, that's what I'm saying. And so like, this is also, this is what's so fucking weird about the whole thing. Right? So I knew about all this, just bits and pieces and things that I picked up from different people. But I've learned from you. I've learned a lot from Jen, obviously, but this is bits of pieces that I picked up. So I'm reading this book and they're like, you can manifest and you can do all. And I'm like, well, like, how do you do this? But like, they're talking like you can like, and then it gives you the step-by-step guide and step-by-step meditation, how to do it. Do you imagine yourself now? What do you really want? Now, here was a well, big uh, thing Chip, for me. Chip, so ship, how far is your living room? Like 10 feet. You want me to go get, get it? The fucking book. Everybody in the chat is asking what book. <laughs> uh, Jackie, I do not have the book. This is uh ship does not like to read books. Um, we've actually had extensive conversations about how she hates reading books. And uh, this book jumped off the shelf at her. And so she had the intuition to buy it and she's been reading it like crazy. And none of us know what it is because she left it in the other fucking room. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> Exactly, Jen. Exactly. Step into the alternate timeline and get the information that you need and then bring it back into this timeline. Hi, guys. I'm back. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Okay, so the book is called Spiritual Growth, Being Your Higher Self, and it's by Sonia Roman. Freya, the movie that you're talking about is called uh, Minority Report. 
Yes. That's the name of the book. And it's just like, it's one of a thousand books that are just like it that are sitting there. But it is the Except one that it's literally. the one that your guides pulled off the shelf for you. It's the one that they pulled off the shelf and threw down on the floor as I'm looking for board games. It was the strangest. I was, and I was kind of looking for like dream stuff too. Like I wanted a dream journal that's better. I ordered one on Amazon, but I don't like it. So I wanted a different dream journal too, but I wasn't really looking for, and it just kind of fell out and fell on the floor. And yeah, I'm already, yeah, I'm already almost done with it. Like I only got a few pages left and I've only been reading it since for like two days. I can't, um, spiritual growth and being your higher self. Yes. That's what it's called. And it's by Sanya S A N A Y A. And then Roman is R O M A N. And at the end of every section, there's a meditation, like lifting the veils of the illusion. That's the section that I'm on right now. That's the next one that I'll read. And then it gives you a step-by-step meditation on how to do what it talked about previously in that section. And I just, I don't know why, but I can't put it down. But I think one of the big things about the higher self, this is something that I really wanted to really tune into for this next growth spurt or whatever the fuck you call it is is tapping into that divine feminine i feel like my higher self has got the divine feminine thing kind of down pat right like when i envision my higher self and my what that kind of looks like she's a very strong feminine presence like very strong but soft she's very soft adorably touch on the fact that you like whispered the word strong I did not just now. Yeah, you're like she's this. She's this very powerful, very strong. strong. Well, I think away from the mic. She's a very, but she's very strong. But she's a lot more like she's like when you see her, she's like soft. Look, like she's got that glow. They're soft, and I integrated. Like I had to integrate Jackie. That took a lot fucking longer than this did. But I so I integrated this because that's how it teaches you to go in and, and integrate your higher self and have her become a part of who you are. And so, I, and I've done all that. I did that before the book, but now I know what it's called because I didn't know then, but I did that. And, and now I just need to figure out how to utilize it. And I have felt kind of a shift in some different things that I've been doing, and some different things that I'm paying attention to and people that I have around me. So it's very um, interesting, I guess, to say, that. I don't know. It's just what I thought was the weirdest thing about it is I'm going through all of the same stuff before I read the book. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think that's like my cynical mind. And I think it had to be that way because I'm, I'm pretty cynical. Like, and I'm not cynical, but I'm like, am I making this up? Like, I You're feel like skeptical. I'm making this up. Skeptical. I'm very skeptical. We're going to start having but I'm, going, I'm going through the book now, the very first book that I've ever read on any of this crap. And I've like literally hit a ton of these marks already just by going, just by doing, just by feeling, just by well, a little so, bit of guidance from Jen and you and this whole book and this whole experience that you're having mm-hmm. is, is, is what I would refer to as like a trans-dimensional synchronicity, right? Because yeah. you, yes. it's like, like a basic synchronicity is like when, you know, you and I talk about John D and then later I'm talking to shit mess and John she's like, D, I, yes. was, I was just talking about my, my friend about John D earlier today. Right. right. That's like level one synchronicity. This is like what you experienced with this book is like level 11 synchronicity because you had already been doing these steps. You had felt that you had reached a pinnacle and become kind of stagnant and you didn't know where to go from there. And then the universe drops this book into your lap and you realize that you're already halfway through the book without without having ever opened it. Right. So now that you've reached the point in the book where your personal experiences have stopped, now you've got a guideway or, or a map for the next stages and the next levels of experiences that you are meant to have. 
Well, it's interesting because I don't really have a guideway. Well, I do have a guideway or a map, but I'm, I'm almost done with the book. And I feel like, so now I feel like I hope there's a part two. Stone Bryson, it's good to see you get her. Go follow Stone Bryson on Getter. God damn it, Stone. I'm still trying to learn stupid Telegram. I cannot get into another get app oh right God. now. I know. What did you say, Joe? I'm Rogan not there yet. Followers in three hours. In three hours. And I, I wonder, know I wonder Joe how Rogan, many of those okay? 8 million people had just downloaded Getter just to follow I know. Joe Rogan. <laughs> I know. I'm waiting on the getter. I'm not doing the getter yet. I want to try and build my tele- the Telegram link is in the description of my bio, guys. For you on TikTok, Telegram link is in the description in, in my bio up here. Please go follow us on Telegram. I, I'm not ready to go to getter yet. Maybe at some point I will. I'm not there yet. But I'm, I'm going to build. Telegram is going to be our home base. I'm trying to get everybody from Instagram moved there, but that's going to be a fucking nightmare. But thank you, Stone Bryson. I love your face. As always, thank you for supporting us. I appreciate it. Um, Hold on. I was just talking to my friend of a friend I haven't seen. Well, this is so weird and showed up at my door today. So this happens to me a whole fucking bunch, like a whole bunch. Like I will randomly get a thought in my head and I'll be like, geez, I should really do that or talk to that person or reach out. And then they will. What do you got there? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you taking a selfie? Right, I'm, no, I'm showing, I'm showing everybody on TikTok my dog because he's crying. I feel like I'm ignoring my TikTok people. There's only eight people left in here because I think because they're mostly over here, but yeah, I've got sorry, I don't mean to. No, no. So Kimmy says, I wish I could meditate. Kimmy, you can. Go to YouTube, type in binaural beats, and then close your eyes and pretend in your brain, see yourself walk into a room full of books that are on the floor. Each book represents a thought, a thought, thought that you're having. Pick the book up with the thought, put it on the shelf. And I literally, the thought will go on the shelf. And, you, and then as soon as all the books are gone, you're in a space, you're not thinking about anything, and you're meditating. No, it's Aries. Um, Who's Aries? People on TikTok were asking if the dog I was petting was Mama. And it's Aries. Oh, I'm Aries. I'm a fucking Mr. Mr. Guy. Wiggles. His his proper name is Aries, but we call him Mr. Wiggles. Mr. Wiggles. Um. So Telegram is Telegram different on the phone and a computer? Only if you're really like trying to do shit with it. It's easier to do on a computer, but on the phone, it's just fine too. You can download the app. Yeah, it's the only app that works great in both places. Yeah, it really does. It's fan. Listen, and I've been pushed back. I'm, I've been such a bitch about Telegram. I pushed back on it. I haven't wanted to do it. But when Instagram got its nuts and advice, I did it. And I had, oh, special shout out to the short shit show. Who's going to be on the morning show with us on Tuesday morning going over the gritty waking map? Three points. We're going to have her on all January going over three different points each week on the gritty awakening map. We're going to talk about it. But I had her, I had a call with her and she walked through Telegram with me. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, Sonia's like, I kind of, oh, she's a Telegram queen. But, um, so I did, and I, I started this Telegram group. And so we're there. That's where our home base is going to be, you guys. So follow us on Telegram. I post shit there all the time, every day. Sonia posts a lot of good stuff. Um, I got another uh, mod. I can't think of her name to save my life, but she posts some really good things too. We're not going too crazy. I have the notifications turned off, so we're not going to spam you. Just check it, you know, at night. Make sure you don't miss anything and follow us there. Um, Telegram is hella overwhelming until you spend 30 minutes in it. It was overwhelming yeah. for me, too. Um, but I spent 30 minutes. Hey, it's the Vanilla Stick. What is up? So Vanilla Stick came into our live with Jen Snow in the morning show. And the reason he came in, because I promoted it as, at least, you know, we give good advice and it's bad advice, but at least it's free. And so Vanilla Stick comes in randomly looking for the free advice. Um, and then somebody booted him on accident last time he was here. And I feel really bad about that. I'm sorry, Vanilla Stick. So, but do you have any advice for Vanilla Stick? Just anything you have to tell him? 
Uh, advice for Vanilla Stick. Um, I would say follow me on Twitch and come meditate with us and learn how to do all the things that we're talking about. Hey, would you stop fighting me? Jeez. We don't. Yeah, we talk. We talk about it. And if you guys haven't, if you're in here and you haven't subscribed to the channel, if you like what you see, please do so. It definitely helps out. And then check out all the links below in our description. Um, with that, I think we are going to wrap this up. We're well over our hour, my guy. Is there anything else that you want to go over real quick or anything else you want to plug or throw out there for everyone? Um, let's, I mean, I would just say, uh, you know, follow me on TikTok. Check out my link tree. Um, I'm doing all of my uh, services, all of my classes, all of my counseling, all of my tarot card readings, all that stuff uh, you can find on my Buy Me A Coffee. Um, I do free uh, meditations on Monday on Twitch, and we're doing tarot readings Tuesdays on Twitch. Um, it's uh, twitch.tv slash the original wicked wolf. Um, yeah, I don't know if you like if you like the stuff we're talking about, you know, check out my Buy Me A Coffee and sign up to subscribe. Uh, you get discounts on all my products and services, um, my art page and all of my um, uh, Patriots, uh, Strictly Patriots will be up this week. Uh, that's all I got. With that, you guys, we're going to wrap this up. We are supposed to be live tomorrow with Fiegel, but I have not heard back from him. So I don't really know what's going to happen. So if he... You might get a double not, dose of the wolf. You might get a double dose of Wicked Wolf and Shipwreck tomorrow night. If Fiegel doesn't get back to me, um, I don't know what's going on. He hasn't made any content in a while either, so I don't know if something happened. Uh, but uh, I reached out. Otherwise, it's going to be me and the Wicked Wolf tomorrow night or me and Fiegel. We'll see how it goes. But with that, you guys, thank you so much for coming out tonight. I love your faces. Make sure to hit the like button. Make sure to hit the subscribe button if you enjoyed what you saw. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi. And watch out for deer. Bye, you guys. You think it's so fucking gay?